good morning, my blessed people. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How my Boom Factor family doing? And pray that you had a wonderful, peaceful, meaningful, productive weekend. Um, I can tell you right now that... um, Yes, I had a beautiful weekend. It was the weather was beautiful. It was chilly, but it was just beautiful. Just to go out and walk amongst the nature as I once did <laughs> and and breathe in God's fresh air. You know what I'm saying? Secondly, I know I might sound kind of yucky and that's just how I'm feeling. <laughs> And I've been feeling like that for the past couple of days, but um, have no fear. Dr. D is is all right. I just uh, I got me some rest and I'll show you how the time passed by. Lord have mercy from my last post. And I'm like, okay, I didn't do nothing yesterday. And I looked and said, oh my gosh, I didn't do nothing for three days. <laughs> but uh, at this time, this this is how it is. Uh, I've been really uh, striving to update my my websites, and it really was challenging me for one of them. And I'm like, you know, what? I'm just gonna shut it down. But I need I needed to be up because I didn't apply for some stuff, and I know they're gonna check the websites and stuff. And um, but with that said, I'm gonna transition it um to my blog into my other website that I've literally paid for. And that's the one I think I'm going to utilize. So I've been doing that. And, um... Just, just keeping a sound mind, y'all. I mean, there's so much stuff going on out here, as you see. And it's like, Lord, I, I, uh, I see what you're saying. And so the father just was encouraging me, especially yesterday. I was really, really in a really listening mode yesterday. So I didn't, um, I had watched some TV, but I mostly had on my instrumental. And that's when I really, like, get my mind to relax and really tune into what father is saying. And so he had me going back over some prophecies that he had um, revealed to me way back in when I was at that shelter. And going into 2018, and he, he just was encouraging me. He said, daughter, I know you might feel like you're by yourself. He said, but you're not by yourself. He said, I have you secluded because I need you to hear me and I need you to be uh, the person that bring forth what I have to share pure and without no contamination or regurgitation from no one else and so when it do come across it's like putting a piece of the piece together that it'll be a confirmation for some acknowledgement for others Challenging the mindset of many, <laughs> he said, but I want you to be encouraged. And so he had me go down my prophecy lane, right? 
And I shared it with my daughter, and I said, oh, wow, this is serious. Look at the Lord sh- was sharing me. So whenever he shares something with me, or uh, even when it's time to do something, put something in action, right? I share it with my daughter. And so, going in 2018, Father had already was saying, he said, don't be surprised. I'm telling you ahead of time, you're going to have a lot of debts around you. Many debts. And it's going to be rapidly. It's going to get to the point it's going to be daily. But don't be alone. He said, and some may even hit you. No, he said, no. He didn't say it's going to hit me. He said, that's going to come close to you. That's what he told me. And I was like, whoa. So I started, you know, when I get something like that, I say, whoa, 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 Father, wait a minute. So I I make sure my insurance paper's up, you know. Um, got my will together, which I need to update, and you guys need to do that too. And um, I just start preparing myself. And then all of a sudden, boom, boom, boom. It was coming. I mean, it was like I had to like, wait, made it fall to the wall. This, you say that. I'm like, y'all, if y'all been with me since um, 2017, man, y'all, y'all know. It's been a rocky, rocky, spiritual and mentally road, especially when it comes to people transitioning home. I mean, sudden, just gone. Not only in the secular world, in the entertainment world, but even in the Christian world. Friends, my, you know, some colleagues. I ain't gonna say friends, my, my spiritual colleagues, family, you know, friends. And then this year was just like, this man, it was like to the point, okay, the father, <laughs> I don't think I could take no more of this. It's, it just had become overwhelming, right? So I, I remember that. And, but he had me to really, she said, but remember the one I really told you that they're going to have many debts to the point they're going to be daily? Well, fear not. I'll be with you. And I say, yeah. He said, so what's happening daily right now? And I just sit there with my hand over my mouth. I said, oh my gosh, the pandemic. I said, oh my gosh. He said, so daughter, stop doubting yourself. When I speak to you, I'm speaking to you. Okay? And, 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 and don't... Don't be alone on who responds and who don't respond. Remember, I have prophets all over this world that have not bowed down to Baal. I say yes, and, and Baal of our time is here, the Babylonian. You know, this this uh, I'm sorry, this 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 society is more Babylonian than anything else. I mean, we are definitely in that time. The propaganda, we see it. The deception, the betrayal, 
of the American people, uh, the discrimination against a class of people. I mean, it's just going on and on again. And sad to say, when a house is divided, how can you stand? And that's one thing about our race, our class of people, our tribe, we're divided. I mean, we're so divided within ourselves. The divided is divided. And that's that was all planned and their propaganda, even though they're smiling with you in your face and they got you on a stage or a platform they're making you feel like you're somebody because you stood next to somebody and took a picture and you made a statement that, that'll that'll make you like you in a club oh no, that'll make you you part of the the good old boys. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not going to get you in the think tanks that billions and billions of dollars are poured into people that just sit around quarterly thinking on how they can depopulation, how they can um, strip the humane integrity and character of a human being from a a, 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 a a class of people, how they can separate, how they say separate the classes. It always behooved me where they always focus on the middle class, but the middle class is not a middle class anymore. The middle class is the working middle class that's barely struggling. They they in that that middle zone, just like individuals such as myself, hitting from age forty five, crossing over to senior citizenhood. We have no help until we hit sixty. And at first, I thought it was fifty nine. I was getting happy because I'm getting close and kind of find out then and push it up more years to sixty two, that you can start applying for your retirement. I'm like, dang, I got to work what another seven years. If I can get my social security that I done put in that they're literally tapping in and stealing from right now. And and don't 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 think that you know um the economy is booming. Out of Pelosi on mouth, the Federal Reserve is feeding the stock market. They stopped it last month and that's why it dropped. Okay? And so it's all propaganda, y'all. And now all of a sudden, the economy is booming because the stock markets are booming? No, the Federal Reserve is, is feeding that stock market. How are major companies are laying off thousands of, of, of people off their job if the economy is booming? Exxon. Um, what is these other big companies, man? Closing down the movie theaters. They, they, they keeping some open, but they have to close most of them down. Small businesses are not booming. Small businesses around here, 
they are closing. They have Felice signs on the space. So how can you get up there and lie to the people? You're not addressing the whole uh, uh, people of the whole entire America. You're only addressing a few. And that's the wealthy. That's the rich. That's that's the ones that's in these hierarchy um, units and these white supremacists and the Proud Boys and uh, white power. And I, I saw some stuff and it was dated this year how they've been behind the scenes. But now they have um, was able to get some backbone and come out in the public now and really have done some damage. And this is what you want? This is what the people, some of the the people want back for another four years of havoc? And it's sad to say even our black tribes, my native black brothers and sisters, y'all are being deceived and hoodwinked bamboozled because somebody can throw a name and and showing you on paper they're showing you one thing a platinum plan but they ain't showing you all the executive orders that everything that's in that platinum plan they have an executive order to block it oh come on y'all see and, and now I'm understanding the rhetoric with with how they always say, if you want something very important and keep it from black folks, black and brown people, put it in a book. Put it in writing. Because they don't take time out to do their research. They don't read. Oh, we could put it on TV, do a little quick video, and, te- and just throw some stuff in there. Oh, they'll jump at that. But they will not take time to investigate what's been thrown at them. And that's how a lot of our people been roped up, been stole from. You see, I heard a statement on this old movie I watched. I say, my God, that is happening right now. And that man, he was, and he was proud to say it. He was a colonizer in Britain back in seventeen, no, it was eighteen, eighteen sixty something. And it was at an auction. Now at that time. You can tell that they did have influential black wealthy people. And history will show us that. Okay? And so they had, but they the way they did it, the way they did this, uh, oh, this it's a series, Carnival Row. It's about three different class of people. that they had issues with, with the the Caucasian folks, the white folks, or the European descent. That's a European descent. So they had all the, the, the three class of people, was they called them pecs, um, crickets, and what was the other one? What was the other one? Ah. They call the 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 
I say fairies because they had wings. The fairies was the 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 pies. They call them pecks. Um, the crickets they called. They had these little horns on them, right? And then they had what is the other class? Oh my gosh! It was three. I'm gonna have to get the name again. Well, anyway, you could tell the racial discrimination thing going on because of who they were, and even though. They had some, they had some black descents that was pecs. They had some white that was pecs. Like even though all of them was pecs, right? Or crickets, right? They still was divided among themselves. It wasn't that crazy. So they had this one particular black guy that was very powerful and astute, and he had his fine suits and his hat and. He went to this auction, right? <laughs> and so the young lady, the British lady and her brother inherit the father's home, right? And it was going into debt. The brother made some bad business decisions. And so she had ran into the black guy. His name was Arrest. And it was like, oh, so she came up with the strategy because her brother kind of like downplayed her, right? And came up with the strategy like, okay, if I befriend him, maybe we can, he can loan us the money. But he wasn't interested in loaning the money. He said, when they did met, I'm going to cut it short. He, when they, when they did met, he said, the only thing I want for you to do for me is to introduce me to your kind. Now, to be introduced to their kind, there was more of the prominent family in that society back then, right? And so a lot of people didn't really know they was going broke, but they still had these gatherings. And and if you went to their gathering, you were somebody, right? So she invited, she had this dinner party, invited all her constituents and he's with with the guy, Aratus, I may not be pronouncing his name right, but he was the black descent. And when he came in and walked through the door, right? Whoa, the eyes. Even they had regular common black descents, but they wasn't pecs. There was regular folks, you know, without no type of um informing, like uh I could put put it. You know how the Max, the X-Men and their children, you know, the X-Men had special gifts. Well, these individuals had special gifts. Just like they have these little, like, Bright. I don't know if anybody saw the list, the movie Bright with Will Smith. And they had these other kinds that was intermingling with the society. And they had to embrace them, you know, and, and stop the discrimination. I felt they were just doing that to try to show the discrimination in another way, how black people have to encounter discrimination, but they use like different animal figures and stuff like that. I still don't like how they do it, but it, it, it brought, it had a good plot to it. All right. So overall, overall, overall. So not only that, the glory that I can get up in the morning and come to my kitchen and fix me a hot cup of coffee in a robe that I was able to put on and get all of my soft 
is it do it's a ceiling bed therapeutic ceiling bed <laughs> with some beautiful comforter to cover me up and I thank God for it because three years ago I couldn't do that and when you find everything to thank God for it's nothing that God won't withhold from you amen I had to throw that in there so back to the story <laughs> and I'm gonna let y'all go so overall what I'm saying is so they came up to that agreement and he was a very good businessman so he didn't want to he didn't say well no I'm not gonna let's let's I'm not gonna give you a loan I'm gonna invest in your venture and you only have to pay it back I'm gonna invest in your venture and what you can in return I would like to be introduced to your friends. That's all he wanted. Well, well, well. You they couldn't say anything because ooh, we are we are amongst this prominent family and they got this guy. And it just shows me how divided we are within ourselves because the very prominent black folks that had showed up, they was looking at him and with their nose up and what is he doing here? It's like, uh, uh, you know, bourgeois, bougie. <laughs> you know, I mean, oh my gosh. And I just sit there and why I say, Lord, if this is not happening right now to our people, this is literally happening right now to our people. We are divided within ourselves. Instead of being excited for, oh, look, look oh my gosh, he's here. He's among us. Let's go and embrace him. Let's go and meet him. They was the one that was farther away from him. They was the main ones stirring up division and strife to get him out. Then another prominent family, they called the Chancellor, her father, right? Her father intermingled. And you could tell she descendant of uh, African, right? But she was fair-skinned like myself so she would you 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 she could pass for white yet you could tell she had black blood in her all right but he kept her in the house she couldn't go among no one or anything but everybody knew that from the pictures when they come to his home or castle or estate because they had this big estate man i would love to have a big estate like that lord you know, just to have, to have the children be able just to run around and, you know, they have their quarters, right? Um, they have the guest room and people who need a place to stay temporarily. Uh, I would love to have, that's one of my, my goals and my missions and my heart. And I'm striving my best to get things together because that's what I desire. I just don't want to have an office where people come in and I refer them. I really don't want to have my own agency, all of this that I have done comes to this point. My biggest dream is have an agency to be able to help women that have been so ostracized and downgraded and, and just literally raped of their dignity as a woman and build them back up and let them know that you was created by God for a special task in this earth. And if a man don't see that, 
and respect what God has given to him, he don't deserve you. And the children must be upbringing, must be a healthy environment, a safe, sustainable environment. And that's my heart's desire. That's my heart's desire. And so when I saw that, I was like, oh my gosh, look at these people. We are doing that right now in 2020. We are separating ourselves among ourselves. We downplaying each other. And even though they have some say Black Lives Matter, and even with that movement, they have infiltrated in that movement and really have turned it into a basket case that the, the name don't even mean anything. Yeah, Black Lives Matter, but the movement, the organization, they have allow infiltrators to come in and literally just tone that thing apart. It's not even respected anymore. Changes are being made little bit by little bit. But overall, it's not being respected the way it should should, should be. And, and when I sit there and watch that, I say, oh my goodness, look at this. Look at the division. Look at the hypocrisy. Look at the, oh my gosh, how can we ever come as one when we have all these fractions dividing us? And and, and the very thing that that young man wanted in that series, this is all we want. And it's not so much striving to be part uh, among someone that that can lift you up to be somebody is being treated with respect and equality you know don't don't deny me of a right that's due to me because the color of my skin or the way I speak or the way I walk the way I dress don't charge that to me don't up my percentage point on interest just because I walk in your office and you see the quality. You see that I'm well astute. I am a very articulate young man or young woman. But because of the color of my skin, you got this disdain look and body language. Like, yeah, you come and shake my hand. Oh, it's a pleasure to meet you. But in your heart, you even hate me. And you're going to show how much you hate me and and display your disgrace on paper by charging me an extra 10-point interest on something that you're going to decrease a 10-point? It's hard. It's really a challenge. And so this year, you guys, I, my eyes have been open. Oh, yeah, 2020 vision. Oh, I can see clearly. I can see clearly. And seeing clearly and knowing the truth, because only that truth that you know will set you free. So you have to get in there, people, all nationalities. You got to get in there because, see, now, what we're seeing now, we, I'm literally seeing deception in the works. I'm seeing how 
people are saying, yeah, yeah, rah, rah, and the man is standing there lying to you in your face. You have been deceived. You have been hoodwinked. You have been bamboozled. You want to be attached to somebody's name that you feel that's so important. That you will go with the lie. My daughter asked me a question, you guys. She said, and she was true. She said, Mom, I'm going to ask you something that might even make you mad. I said, why would it make me mad? He, she said, how you feel now about Trump since you took a picture with him? I, felt the, I said, I feel the same way I feel now. Even when I took the picture, I still felt the same. The dude got issues. And so she said, well, why you took a picture of him? I said, I took a picture of him because I was right there and I had my camera. And I said, hell yeah, I'm going to take a picture. She said, you don't feel nothing about it? I said, well, you have to know the story behind the picture. People are only going to see what they see unless they really sit down and ask me, what happened? What? What? This man just was elected president, y'all. He came to the NRG at the shelter. You know how they do to try to make themselves look good. I was in the shelter. I was working in the shelter, and I also was living in the shelter. I'm not just going to be laying around boo-hooing. I put myself to work and help the people that came in that shelter. For those months, my God, it just it was broken, and I still felt dignity because I know I lost I didn't have but I still had my business right I still had access I had an office you know at that time we didn't have access to the office that building was closed all the way till de- like December 2017 right and so when they graduated open they had to open it sooner or later because they were starting to ask people for rent well, people, was, the tenants was complaining. Why y'all, why y'all asking us to pay y'all rent when we can't even get into our businesses? We can't get into our office. So we only had so many days. Some, like, uh, they open it up. You can come in like 10 or 2, 10 or 3, right? So during that little process, then a lot of college students came and volunteered. A lot of young children came and volunteered. You know, and yes, of course, most of them, they was white. And it was all Trump, 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 Trump. So at that particular day, the Lord had already said, he said, I'm going to show you something. I learned so much that day. I saw a spiritual manifestation, the angels, that day. I got to talk about that on another episode. But, ooh, I done went over here. Um, yeah, let me go to the next episode. And I'm going to share with you guys what that picture meant and what happened that day. Um, this 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 episode, I'm going to title it, How Can We Stand When We All Divided? Divided within the divided, my Lord. This is Dr. D. Don't forget, y'all. November 7th, 7 p.m., we're going to have a virtual birthday party. Come on and tune in. And celebrate with me on how God just kept this radio station going and the things that happened during the time. We're going to highlight some key things. I'm going to 
replay just on snippets of the top rated shows that I had on and replay some of my guests messages that I I that were sent to me and we're just gonna have a good time and I and the ones that come on the zoom I want you to share your story if you was part of uh, anchor when they first came out I'll give you opportunity to share your testimony we're just gonna celebrate I just want to come together and celebrate with those that have made this possible okay God bless you and on the next episode I'm gonna share with that picture man All right, you guys, just Dr. D coming to you live from the Boom Factor Radio. And yes, um, boom, baby, boom. <laughs> yeah, I want to share with you guys right quick, um, uh, wrapping up some 2020 events. And uh, it's going to be exciting. Uh, some of you have already have sent your emails and uh, I sent... Uh, a link already to participate in our uh, first voting um, Zoom panel, and it's going to be brief. We're not coming on here trying to bash anybody or whatever. I just want to allow individuals to express why it's so important for them to um, vote and why others should vote and what are the concerns, what what is that thing that you're really looking for? And then I'm going to be sharing the aftermath. See, what happens is we get all excited. We get out there and vote, you know, register to vote or whatever. But then afterwards, what do you do? We, we got to come to a, a part to play and put things in action. And now you got to put pressure on your vote. If you voted for somebody, you got to find out what's going on in your area, what these meetings are to make sure that whoever you voted for, they are um, living up to what they say they was going to do. And see, and that's what's been happening. And that's what's been lacking in our community with the black individuals within that community. We get, you know, we fall through the cracks. So that's what this panel going to be about. So uh, on, uh, uh, first of all, October 19th, which is tomorrow, I will be having um, the Supernatural Throwdown. We're going to be still tapping into the Generational Matter series. Man, I'm telling you, this this is something, boy. I tell you, when I finish this here, uh, hopefully, I don't know how long this is going to go, but hey, I'm 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 gonna I gotta press through it and do it. I gotta press through it and do it. Um, Saturday, October 24th, Bolt, Black Bolts Matter um, Matter virtual panel 11 a.m. Central. If you want to be part of that, do the Zoom link. You got to send me your email to boomfactortv at gmail.com and I can put you on the mailing list and I'm going to send the reminders up. And then once that happens, uh, we're going to close that meeting. But I will strive to see how I can make sure that it goes on um, Facebook Live also, so you won't miss it, okay? So save the date for that. And what's going to be so exciting, Boom Factor, three-year celebration, November 7th at 7.30 p.m. Central Time. That's going to be on a Saturday. 
And I'm telling you, it's going to be awesome. Why? Because it's going to be right after the election. And we're going to really see what's going on. We're going to uh, really have not only a good time and celebrate, but we're going to see on the the you know who won. We're going to have our comments and, and just, hey, we're going to have a follow-up with the Black Votes Matter and uh, panel where uh, I'll have a link for that in the future. Um the aftermath, okay? But right now, November 7th, we're going to have our birthday party. I'm inviting you to come virtually. And if you want to participate in that, send me your email because what's going to happen, I want to send you something in the mail so when we get online, we can all be like on one accord. I got some good old goodies. You know, I went and got that stuff the other day, and I need to mail that out this week so you can have it for November 7th. All right, now, internationally, if you're requesting it, um, I don't know how that really works, how long it takes, probably about a week or two weeks or whatever, but um, maybe I could do something virtual for you guys. Um, but our, if, it, if it's not that expensive, I will mail it to you also so you can participate. But you got to do that. Any international listeners that would like to participate in the November 7th birthday party, if you're out the country, and you know this mailing stuff is really tricky, so usually it takes like 14 days. So if we do it, um, you may not get it because it is already the 19th. And, well, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Okay, I'm not going to make no promises on that. I know it takes at least about six, um, five to six days, okay, to, I mean, five to 14 days to ship something internationally. And it depends on how much it costs. If it's going to be over, uh, I guess, seven dollars for me to ship what i have to ship because it's really going to be in this little small um package so it varies so if y'all serious if you want me i don't mind i will sow that seed into your life and ship you what i'm gonna have for all the ones that's gonna be on the zoom call so you have to do that at least by wednesday and wednesday is october the 21st so if you internationally if you're in brazil uh, Africa or something like that. Let's give me those emails now so we can converse. I'll get your address or whatever, and then we'll just see how that happens, okay? And um, we're just going to have a good time. And next, um, November 21st, uh, Urban Management Group going to have its fourth quarter review, and it's going to be a virtual networking. So uh, if you have a business, a small business, I'm always promoting business because I'm in business for myself. Um, you go to urbanmanagementgroup.com slash blog. Go ahead and subscribe so you can get the free downloads and the you know the different tools and techniques. The different tools to help you implement your business. Okay, and this will work globally. Okay, if you can have these steps down packed. You can start your business. Only thing you must do is follow what your state and country requires pertaining to compliances, regulations, and stuff like that. All right. And with that, I'm gonna I'm working on the book is time that's gonna literally, literally be a blessing to so many entrepreneurs. So many, okay. And then I want you guys to uh, mark your calendar 
for December 10th because that's the beginning of Hanukkah. And I'm going to go through the eight days of unity with Hanukkah. And really, really, I think I did that last year. And it really was a nice turnout with you guys on the radio show. And um, that's it. That's on the calendar so far. Now, what I will be doing probably during the week, I want to introduce, well, not so much introduce, but I want to acknowledge that this is Domestic Violence Month. I have not seen it was so much on the news, you know. They are so mind control to keep rehearsing the same old thing, COVID, the president election, you know, all this kind of stuff, but they're forgetting we have some serious issues happening here. People's health is still happening. Cancer is still rolling rapidly with COVID. Domestic violence is still happening. You know what I'm saying? They got people's lives are still happening in the midst of this, this, this election in COVID, you know? So, um, I'm going to talk about domestic violence, um, throughout the remaining of this month off and on. So that's why I really didn't give a date for that. And last but not least, uh, a lot of people may feel like, oh, but she just forgot about the publishing. No, I didn't. It's just some things that uh, I was waiting on. Uh, but I'm going to have like a uh, a speed award nominee going on. And uh, I'm going to submit this tomorrow. But I'm letting you guys know, if any one of you are listening, that if you're a self-published author, okay, and you are a portrait artist, all right, submit your email to uh, Marinette Pup, wait, Marinette 2016, you know what, let me keep it simple. Send me your email to boomfactortv at gmail.com, and I'll forward it to the publishing email. And then from there, I will send you the nominee application, all right? And, and Marinette Publishing going to sow this seed into your life. And whatever book that you have written, whatever portrait you have uh, painted, all right, it has to be your own. Uh, even if you're a digital portrait, if you just like doing natural landscape or whatever, I'm going to send you everything that will fit the qualification, but it's going to be a speed run. Okay, and so by October 30, I'm going to accept these nominations. Okay, these now, yeah, the nominations, and then I'm going to I'm going to select. Okay, I'm gonna select. Um, well, you know what? I should let the people do it by the survey. I'm gonna submit all the people that uh, turned in and let the people select the nominee. All right, and then from there. We're going to take our top three winners. We're going to have first place, second place, and third place. Okay? And we're going to have that for the book, and then we're going to have that for the artist, just like we did last year for 2020. See, we're going to go out strong. See, maybe a lot of people really didn't think that Dr. D was doing it. No, I wasn't. I wasn't publicly, but a lot of stuff I was setting up behind the scenes because I'm trying to get some resources to be a blessing to people, you know, and I was trying to wait for this to happen and I'm still waiting. That's why I really didn't promote it that much because I want some financial gifts to go with this award. Okay. I'm always trying to look out for somebody else. And that's what the Lord was talking to me about the other day too. He was like, daughter, don't think I haven't forgot because you're always looking out for somebody else. But right now I need you to look out for yourself. And I know this would have been a quick information and I'm probably going to have to do another one, but I have to get this out and put it on a recording um, so it can be there, 
So I have not forgot about you guys, my my self-published authors and my poetry audiences. Um, that that community is gonna grow strong and we're gonna grow well. And uh, I've I'm aligned with the Houston Art Alliance. Okay, I'm aligned with the African um, Gregory Af- African um, Library here in Houston. I'm also lined up with the Library of Congress. Uh, I'm waiting for two other um, affiliates to be partnered with, and I'm I'm striving to really solidify Marinette Publishing um, um, training underneath the Creepreneur Institute. And yes, that's right, um, Dr. D have a school, and that was always my dream, and God named it for me. I have the incorporation for it. And I have to go for it and just really implement it with a lot of the educational stuff that I'm learning. And so I'm I'm allowing God to help me package this. Okay, so in the midst of it, right? In the midst of it, um, it's going to be good. I, I, it's going to be good. And I know a lot of other people doing a lot of other things, but I have to do the things the way the Father say, trust and acknowledge him in all thy ways, and he will direct thy path. Acknowledge him, right? And I think I mixed that scripture up. <laughs> acknowledge him in all thy ways, and he will direct that path. Trust in the Lord with, with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. Yes. And so um, that's what I'm doing. And so that's what's happening. And that's all I have to say upon that okay i um i know it's a lot right now two things you can go and do for dr d you can go to urban with an e not an i e r v i n okay managementgroup.com go ahead go to the blog all right and subscribe You can also go to the online appointments. If you just need consultation about your business or something, I will offer 15-minute free consultation, but you have to set up an appointment to do that. I'm not going to discuss nothing on the telephone, and and, and then it wind up going on and on, and people just don't know how to get off the phone. That's just it. So you have to schedule an appointment so I can have a time slot where I have nothing else interfering all right, I'm striving to do this more professional to come up. I'm bringing the business up to another level and do my own consultation. This is what I have to do. Right now, I'm just giving a free information on what's ahead, okay? So, that's about it. Uh, save the dates. If you got to rewind this message, go ahead and rewind it. And um, let's get ready to celebrate, you guys. All right. God bless you. Thank you again. And I will talk to you guys later. All right, you guys. Good morning. It's Dr. D coming to you straight from my kitchen. Yay, well, I am fixing me a nice, lovely cup of coffee. So you're drinking coffee with me this morning. Um, I pray, as always, that you had a wonderful weekend. I had a peaceful, quiet weekend. Beautiful, beautiful weekend. Sun was out. Chilly. Yeah, it was chilly. Um, Checking on my family. 
Um, that can resound and it's so amazing. We are one day away from this boating madness. I'll be glad when tomorrow comes. But you know, everything is delayed uh, from what I'm told. And back at home in New Orleans and Gretna, um, up to West Regal. Some spots have electric, some don't. Mississippi has flooded out. But let's see, that stone went all the way up. And to me, if I felt like it just went and knocked out power and stuff, and nobody's not going to tell me. And I know I'm one of these. <laughs> that I'll be the type of person that does call me a conspiracy, a conspiracy theorist. You know, um, always far-fetched. Oh, I've, I've been told this. Oh, Dr. D, you just go way out there. That's, you know, but since I've been going way out there, I've been getting some some really, really good revelation from the Almighty, you know. And when everybody say, yeah, yay, we are winning, the Lord say, oh, no, not on, you are losing. Not only that you're losing, you're going to die. You see, I know I'm, I'm the voice of reason. I'm the voice that challenge. I'm the voice that people don't want to hear because they know truth from the voice of God. His mouth going to come out of these lips. I'm I I'm not gonna profit lie. Oh no, I know. Oh no, 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 no. I'm not gonna make up stuff. But when I share things, when it's pressing in my heart, it's because what the Lord woke me up with, and I deal with myself first. I lay in that bed and I say my prayers and I meditate. I say, God, before I even like one, I heard somebody say, before I even put my feet on the elements of this earth, I have to hear the voice. That created the earth. Come on, Holy Ghost. And so, not only the earth, but created everything. He's the Lord of everything. The Lord of Lords and King of Kings. So, before I say anything. Now, of course, this is my audio diary of my life. So, yeah, you're going to hear me express myself. Crying, boohooing. Things happening, natural. All this other stuff that's happening. Because Daddy told me this, even this morning. He said... Daughter, just relax. I know it, it, it seems like I'm not doing anything, but I'm working behind the scenes. Just like the devil is working behind the scenes, y'all, God is working in our favor. And if you can just hold on to his unchanging, invisible hand, and if you're close to him and, and acknowledge him like you should through the Holy Spirit, you can literally feel him. He's going to show you. He's going to speak to you. Whatever means necessary, God going to get a message to you. Our problem is we don't listen. We hear it, but we think it's, oh, I don't know. I heard something or something told me. Or yada, yada. No, 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 no. That's the Holy Spirit. That's the very voice. That's the very voice that's coming from the throne to you in the earth. So we got to start paying attention and be on alert and be wise. Be wise. God said, be homeless as a dove and be wise as a serpent. Why you think daddy told us that? Because he already know we are in a state of an emergency. We are in the, the, the final countdown. And the devil knows it. Now, hey. We don't know that final countdown. It could be five more years, ten more years, another hundred years. 
But I tell you what, this season, this year, was the the epitome of a hemorrhage that has been going through birthing pains all the way up to now. And the baby is is contraction. The contraction, the baby's coming, y'all. So that's why we got all this havoc. All I mean, I ain't never seen deception work in a in a visible place. The visible ears can hear. If people can't really see the spirit of lie that God done released in this earth. Why? Because that's what man want. Man don't want. Mankind don't want the truth. They'll run with a lie before truth. Oh, if it's truth, oh, they're going to investigate that. Oh, investigate. They'll shut it down like they did some of my voting posts, y'all, on Facebook. That's why um, December 31st, this year, going to be my last time on that social media. So I'm asking anybody and everybody, go to um, urbanmanagementgroup.com, subscribe to my emails, send me your email to boomfactortv at gmail. Okay, and I can put you on, just subscribe to my email list because all my stuff's going to be on paid private networks. I found out some stuff that, you know what, I am not giving Markenberry no more of my money. Now, some of y'all may say, well, what you talking about, Dr. D? You don't have to pay to be on Facebook. Hey, hey, but you all paying and he living off it. That's right. So I'm not giving him no more of my free data or my free information that all kind of networks. You go Google your name right now. Google your name right now and watch all this stuff come up on you. They're going to have people connected to you that, wait, who is this person? Well, how they know that? How they know that? Baby, our stuff is out there on the web, and that's how they're going to build this profile they're building a profile on you, so you got to clear some stuff out. And so that's what I'm talking in. Next year, I have letters and everything. I'm going to have a workshop about it. So you can go and clear your stuff off the, the, the black well, okay? And anybody need information about you? At one time, nobody couldn't find me on Facebook, and I was on Facebook for almost eight years. I had it underneath my ministry name until my sister... Um, Husband went on his ranch and rave because he couldn't get to her no more. And started up all kind of mess, if y'all remember that. We had to get a turn and everything. He was threatening us, talking about he going to come and kill us and all kind of stuff. And had my mom, my mama, you know, taking care of I mean, it was all kind of mess after my sister had died. And like my daughter say, I wouldn't have sent them nothing. And then, you know, I should I should have just shut it down and just opened up another one. But I had stuff on there that I wanted to take off. And I had to send them my ID and everything. And so when they did reactivate my Facebook account, they went and put my, my name up there. And they had my full name. They had my address. And I called them up. And I, and I, I sent them a thing. And they called me. I said, why should you put all my stuff out here public? Like they say, you don't have your stuff out here public like this. Well, we have to, according to the... Yeah, but you also have a privacy code. Okay? Well, you could just go to this link and this link and just put private. Wow. 
So I'll talk about that another time. But as I said on my previous, on my previous episode, at the end, I was talking about the deception and how the spirit of lie. You can see the spirit of lie right in front of your face. I feel so sorry for the individuals that can't see what's happening. And so my daughter asked me a question. She said, "My, all this stuff that's going on, you might." I don't know, you might get upset with me, but how you feel now about taking the picture with Trump when you did? I said, I feel the same way about him the way I feel now. I said, why you took the picture? I said, because I was right there. I had the camera and I took it. I said, well, there's a story behind that picture. And that's what I want to share with you guys. There's a story behind everything that happens in our lives. People only get snapshots of us. They don't really know the real us. They think they know, but they don't know. They'll take a situation and manipulate that thing and make it look good because why? The spirit of lie is upon the earth. God told us that. It's in his word. You can't, you can't, you can't fight me on that. That's why he said you in it, but you're not of it. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Protect your mind. Why God always say in his word, protect your mind. Transform your mind. Think on these things. I mean, everything is always about the mind because that's our battlefield. That's our battlefield. It's the mindset. If we can get that mind right, somebody used to always say, yeah, if you act right, you know, if you act right, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's all about getting your mind right. Because you can act right all you want. But until that mind line up, you'll never act right. And when people talk like that, that's just a sign of control and domination. They want to have control of everything you do. They want to manipulate you, you know, because that's part of a narcissist. A, a narcissist pattern that that individual has. And, and I really didn't even understand what it was until God pulled me out of it and said, this is what you've been under all this time. You was trying to figure out what was going on. And I had to step back and say, whoa. So even with, even with the situation that's happening now in the White House, we are dealing with a narcissistic, egotistical individual. A person that never was loved for himself. A, ne- a person that never experienced love. So he had to make his way the way he did. I feel sorry for him. I pray for him. The father of it showed me, revealed things, even in his, in his personal time. The man is scared out of his boots. Hold on. Drop my phone, y'all. I hope I ain't hung up on y'all. Yeah, he's scared out of his boots. You know, and that's what they do. They have to puff themselves up, make make everything look good, sound good. They got to have this big audience. He need a crowd. He need to be around people because he's not secure in himself. He's intimidated. Why do you think he can't stand Jeff Brazel? Oh, that man despised that man. Why? Because that man got his own wealth. He got his own company. He has his own wealth. Mr. Jeff, Jeff, <clears throat> Jeff of Amazon, he ain't broke. He ain't got outstanding loans. He don't have to do ABCDFG. So that intimidates, that intimidates him. 
So what he got to do? He got to come out boasting, being a bully. I mean, his action speaks louder than those words. Well, no, I can say that his words is speaking, you know, even though they lying words. So back in 2017, I ain't going to keep y'all long. Um, you know, Hurricane Harvey hit. I was affected by it real, real bad. At that time, we had just um, moved. We had just, we had just moved out from where we was living. My, you know, my daughter was married. She was already gone. My other daughter, she was engaged. My son, he was already um, had had moved. You know, and so I was the last one to move out. I was supposed to move into this apartment thing in some kind of way, and I still feel it was discriminatory uh, because I did the application. The lady told me to come back. Um, they had to clean the apartment, and um, and I come back with the deposit and the, the the rent and everything. So I did that. And when I came back to get the key and and sign the papers, she said, "Oh, the apartment was gone." The people who saw it before me changed their mind. Well, how how is that possible? Well, I didn't think nothing of it, you guys. I said, "Oh, well, I just go find something else." Well. Lo and behold, trying to find something else about me working, you know, I had already had my sets for this apartment, but then about me working, at that time I had, I was working in two jobs, right? Remember? And, um, then all of a sudden the storm hit, so that just put a, a damper in it, right? Um, then shelter, so I was, I, I stayed, I didn't, I stayed in my office my mindset was, okay, I just only be here probably two weeks or whatever. I'll find something. But at that time, the storm hit. And so since the, the storm hit, I'm like, oh, Lord. So I said, oh, well, I'll, I'll buckle down. But then they made an announcement that they were shutting the building down. So I was like, oh, goodness. So my son said, well, won't you come on by me? But at that time, my son had moved all the way in Missouri County. Uh, well, Missouri City. I'm sorry. And... Back that way, they didn't have no buses or anything. But at that time, during the hurricane, it didn't make a difference. Well, um, when the hurricane hit, y'all don't know what happened. I mean, Houston was devastated. I mean, flood everywhere. Um, just lo and behold, where he moved, we didn't get no water or anything. But, you know, the power and, you know, it was very devastating. Um, now, where my office was, the water went up and everything. They had to redo the... They ain't going to tell me no water didn't go up there. They say it didn't, but they allowed us to go back in the office. I felt the floor and everything. It didn't feel wet, but I think they probably went in there and I don't know. I had checked my stuff, but then later, like a year later, when I started moving stuff around, the bottom of my stuff was wet. Uh, called the insurance company, you know, because I had business insurance. And, um put in a little claim, but because I didn't have uh, pictures or nothing before, it was just a lot of stuff, y'all, that was going on, and I kind of lost out on some stuff. Well, I had a, uh, my son was going back to, they called him back to work, like maybe the month later, um, and I just, I was like, no, I can't stay out here, I, I, I you know. I got to do something, got to be somewhere. Well, they were saying, they was transitioning people to the NRG. And uh, the convention center was, the convention center was full. 
because they was transporting, you know, people to the, I mean, a lot of people got flooded and drowned, and it was sad. And so it just gave me a flashback of Hurricane Katrina, because y'all know I came through that too. So it just gave me a flashback, and I said, oh, my God, what's going on? So I just took my little stuff. I said, well, um, son dropped me off at the office. They're going to let us go in. I'm going to go to the office. And he said, well, Mom, what you going to do? I'll come back and get you or whatever. And I said, okay, that'll be fine. But what happened, something happened with the power, and we were supposed to be able to stay in the office for like four hours or whatever. And they said we had to leave because the, they had a shot in the power and the water or something. They had to shut everything down. And I was sitting outside the office, and I just started crying. I was like, well, Lord, what to do now? I mean, I, I don't have a, a key to my son, please. I don't what to do. And just, I just felt the Holy Spirit say, go to the NRG. So when I went to the NRG, I went to the NRG, and I went on, I registered and everything. They had given me a cot. I mean, it had everything there. It was beautiful. I mean, it was peaceful. Everything was in order. I had met a beautiful sister. I started working with them. We started um, praying for people and giving Bibles. And I felt very, very useful. And I was in a better state, a mind state, um, than how these people had came in. They had people, I mean, all nationalities, you guys. Rich input. I mean, one of the ladies that was... Um, bonking next to me because they gave us cots and um, blankets and stuff and they really tra- treated us real well. I must say everything was neat, clean, they gave us sanitizer. I mean, it was awesome. Now, I'm not saying awesome because, wait a minute, how did you say it was awesome Dr. D using a shelter? It was just, it was just how the atmosphere was, okay? The, and they had the men on one side, they had the women on one side, they had the single women, women with children. I mean, they had the showers. I mean, it was very, very, very organized. You know, so I, I said, okay, God. And I had a chance to meet with people and pray for people. And, oh, my God, it was it was just something. But a lot of stuff happened. I saw a lot of things. I heard a lot of things. And, man, I tell you, us as people that proclaim that we know God, Lord have mercy. We got a lot to give an account to God for. I, 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 I can really say that, and that's why I pray. If I offended anyone as a Christian, or caused them to stumble, you know, even if you listen to my broadcast right now, I apologize. I am sorry if I said a certain statement. If you thought I was too harsh. And it offended you, and I, you know, because I know I, I, I'm speak, I speak direct. I feel like this hell. Why if I'm, why if I'm bull crapping you? You see what I'm saying? Why I'm giving you a bag of crap when I can just talk straight to you, so you know exactly what I'm saying. You know exactly where I'm coming from, and it won't be no misunderstanding. But from I'm learning out of conversation with people, people want you to like play these little dialogue games. And then you sitting there trying to wonder, like, okay, so what that really mean? Why not just say what it mean? Stop trying to try to pay the psychology thing, right? And so that's what I am. Like I'm talking to you guys now. I'm talking to you guys straight. This is this is just it, you know. And I've noticed a lot of people can't handle that. Like you know, like your boy on um that military movie with Tom Cruise. You want the truth? You can't handle the truth. And guess what, you guys? That is the truth. People cannot handle the truth. 
They'll take a lie and run with it. They'll take a lie and run with it. And they'll manipulate that thing so so good. Wow, that must be true. And it's a big fat lie. But you give somebody the truth? Nah, they got to go investigate it. We got to research this. We got to make sure that this is legit. What is your source? How do you know that? What is their source? How did they have to say that? You know, it's just all kind of stuff, y'all. So I'm like, wow. It really just, I'm just learning so much. That even at this age, I just feel like I'm just getting out of high school, into college, and God is literally teaching me. He is reteaching me. He is really retraining the whole mindset that I once thought I knew and and really looked up to people that taught me stuff, especially about the ways of God. And God said, no, that no, that was their way teaching you. Erase all that. Let's, tr- let's renew your mind. Listen to what I'm telling you. This is what I want you to do. Research this so you can read it and know it for yourself. Whoa. So with that, they had a lot of teenagers from college and stuff, you know, especially the the white children, okay? That's the thing their parents do for them anyway. They make them go and volunteer and stuff, you know, just so they can get some type of work at the, underneath their belt. You know what I'm saying? So Trump, remember, he just won, right? And he came to the NRG. And he sit over there, and I watched them. I watched them from the beginning when the Secret Service came in, y'all. I'm going to talk about that tomorrow on Testimony Tuesday. How God revealed something to me that you guys got to understand and know at this time that God is with you. Though you don't see, he is with you. Oh, God, have mercy. Lord, I just feel, oh, Lord, I feel the power of God just thinking about what the Lord showed me that day when he came to the NRG. And so, from the beginning process to the literal time that he came, he came through that back part of their NRG, and they, they brought him in, and they had a children's corner, right? Why do they always want to sit with the children? Why do they always got to be uh, marginalized out of black children? So, they had a black child, a white child, and a Hispanic child over there. And they literally went to different parts. I literally saw the secret agent going to different people within that 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 um RNRG, right? Different people, right? To literally pick out who would be best fit to sit at that table with that president. Ain't that something? And so the children, the college students, they hollering and screaming, hey, Mr. Trump, President Trump, take a picture with us, take a picture with us, right? So y'all know at that time I was very, I mean I was really hot on the, on the trail. I mean I was recording every, I was doing so much recording, my phone had <laughs> crash I guess, but I was taking pictures, recording. I mean it's all, it's all it comes up on the memory on the Facebook, and so I'm gonna download all my videos off of that though. They're not getting no more of my data. After this year, they ain't getting no more. And so, 
I'm listening to them, right? They hollering and screaming. They had one young lady say, why he don't want to take a picture with us? He not even looking over here. We helping people. And so I'm on the other side. We They had sectioned off a part where they come and get clothes. So we was giving our Bibles and praying for folks like right at, at in a corner on one end, right? And that was a, oh my God, I got to tell you all about that. It was just so phenomenal. And just even within that, God showed me where jealousy popped up and envious popped up and people talk to you any kind of way and act like you have to do what they tell you to do. And I remember telling that, that sister, I don't have to do anything. I'm volunteering. I mean, literally, I can get up and walk and go sit on that cot, that cot like everybody else. But I choose to do this because I feel this is what God wants me to do. And while I'm, I'm obeying what God wants me to do, it's being a blessing to you. Yeah, you know, this 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 evangelist, she I mean she meant well, but man, she was she had got to the point of trying to talk and handle us like we was her members or something or her children. Oh no. I walked away from that crap. But anyway. So the teenager was hollering, screaming, hollering, screaming, take us a picture, take us a picture. And this one girl, God had me to look at this one young lady, and she was literally in tears, y'all. And I was like, well, what's wrong with you? That ain't nothing but a man. I mean, he didn't even win. He got in because of the electoral college vote. You know, I said, that man going to be, and I, and I said, I said, that man going to be trouble in that White House. Not knowing all this was going to happen now, four years later, right? Um, she said, I just want a picture. I said, well, come on, let's go see what we can do. I'm telling y'all, my voice sounded like a trumpet. You get it? Trumpet, to get Trump attention. (laughs) And as I was walking over there, I yelled so loud, literally, everybody like just stopped. That was God, y'all. And I said, why you don't want to take a picture with these children? They are volunteering. Take a picture with these children. We want a picture. We want a picture. And all of a sudden, everybody said, we want a picture. We want a picture. Well, by then, I done made it all the way over there. He was about to exit. Literally, the, the Secret Service was blocking him. You look at the picture. I took two. And I'm going to tell you how I was able to take two pictures. And at that time, I didn't have this phone. I didn't have my iPhone. I had my Android. Okay, no love laws, because my children still be teasing them. Mine, you still hanging on to that Samson? I say, but my Samson and brought me through a lot of a lot of things. Yeah, I still got my Samson, but I have my iPhone too. So I am up to date on some stuff, y'all. <laughs> you know, and they was and they began chatting. Take us a picture. We want a picture, right? Where well, by then I done made it all the way over there, right? I had my camera position, right? And then he just stopped, he say, Sure, I'll take a picture. So the young lady, you can see the young lady that's behind me. She got that black hair. Whatever, that's the one that was crying. And I said, come on, come on, come on. I'll take a picture for you. I'm going to take a picture for you. So it just so happened when I had the camera, I'm going to smile too. What the hell? I'm going to be doing taking a picture for somebody else. And I'm in it and I'm not smiling. So I took a picture too. Well, when I hit the camera, you guys, it didn't, it clicked, but it was shaky. Like, I said, oh, man. I said, I'm so sorry. Um, I didn't get it. 
You know what Trump said? He said no, because the security, you could tell where he had reached his hand. He was trying to pull me away. And um, he said, no, fix your camera, and let's just take another one. I was like, whoa. I was able to adjust the camera, y'all, and take the picture, not only with me, but just you could see all the, the youth behind me, okay? So with that, and with that, you know, I was with the radio station at that time. And I called the general manager and I said, whoa, guess what happened to me today? I'm going to send you the picture. So when I sent the picture, he was just crazy, right? How you got that picture? Guess what, y'all? He did a whole article, put me on um, the the banner, first, first, um, uh, what they call us? Uh, oh, my God, what they call the radio announcers? No, I can't remember. But anyway, first local radio announcer take a picture with the president, the 45th president of the United States, and da-da-da-da-da. Did a whole thing, right? Where at that time, too, Trump was in the midst of this DECA thing, right, with the immigrants, right? And he signed that, that, that order, right? Okay, so, so for some apparent reason... That only stayed up there for like a week or two, right? And he was like, I want you to do an interview and all this kind of, I'm going to put you on the radio and all this kind of stuff, you know, broadcasting. So I was doing that, really making the radio station um, get some some ratings and everything, you know. So that's what I was doing. Now, I was doing that for free. I'm going to tell you all right now, that dude ain't paid me nothing. He was acting all crazy like he was paying me or whatever, but he wasn't paying me nothing. He knew he wasn't paying me nothing, all right? I was doing that out of the goodness of my heart and because I thought I thought we was brothers and sisters in Christ. I thought we was good friends. And you that's what you do for your good friends, especially if they're trying to start an organization. Start something that nobody ever started, right? I'm part of the first African American that's in Houston to start a radio station that's black owned. Come on now. So when that happened, all of a sudden, he started tripping. You know, I'm going to take that picture down because that man is. And I, mean, I said, whoa, 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 whoa. I even was able to to interview uh, Sheila Jackson. They had a lot of um, entertainers that came through there, that, that NRG. I got pictures. I have recordings that I haven't even had a chance to even up. I mean, it was very, it was a very, very good experience. But the whole point was, like I explained to my daughter, when she said, um, she said, well, how you feel about that picture now with the way he acting? I said, well, I already knew he was going to be acting like that. I didn't know he was that bad, though, but damn. I said, I feel the same way how I was when I took the picture. I said, the reason why that picture happened, because God was trying to show me something, too. He said, daughter, no matter what, he said, I told you I'm going to bring you before kings and queens, great people. Now, our kings and queens are people of influence. Right? Leaders, presidents, right? Ambassadors. Okay, you guys? We got to interpret the terms for this day. And at that time, they started doing some other stuff up in there. And it was, it was becoming a very competitive thing with the Christian world, with the, the Baptists, the Catholic. Um, we, was, uh, we was able to get a prayer room. We had service and everything. And all of a sudden... Um, Catholic representatives came in there with Red Cross and they're just doing all kind of stuff to try to block us and say we couldn't do it anymore. They took the room. Now, ain't nobody was trying to do nothing, you guys. 
But when we three little three black ladies, right? Three black ladies open up the door for other religious sets to come in and then they're gonna try to dominate us and try to take over because quote unquote why? It goes back to the elder episode I was talking about. Prestige and influence and they clout. But even with that, we still got blessed. But all to say, God was showing me, even with that, that didn't, that didn't even, I took a picture with the president of the United States of America. I would have been even more excited if I could have got Barack Obama. And I still say, I'm going to get a picture with him. Okay? I'm going to get a picture with him and his wife, Michelle. One day, that's on my list. I'm going to get the chance to meet them. Right? Well, anyway... So, and she said, oh, well, I didn't know that happened like that. I said, see, it's not all. Yeah, the picture speaks volumes, but what happened before the picture and after the picture? So now, after we had took the picture, all the, the, the youth, right, they got their phone. Can you, can, you, can you send it to me? Can you text it to me? So I'm, I'm there for like almost an hour. People, we exchanging. I'm sending text. What's your number? Let me text it to you. I said, don't be, don't stalk and be calling me now. And so I was able to send them a text with a picture of them, some of them, that was able to catch it. But they had proof that, hey, the president was where I was, you know. And then they took pictures of me. They took pictures of me with them, and then they, I sent them a picture with the president. So, you know, they got to prove their clout. You know, when people say, oh, I saw the, the, the president, we got pictures. And so you know how people are. Well, how you got pictures? They can't just show them my picture because what they going to say? Well, where you at in the picture? They said, no, she took the picture for us, that lady right there. Y'all see how that worked? So I was I took pictures with college students from U of H. They came down from New York, Yale, Harvard. I got pictures with college, with grad students. I mean... Man, they had attorneys and stuff volunteering. I got pictures with all the we exchanged numbers. Now we didn't I didn't I wasn't able to keep none of them. My contact because when my phone started acting up in two thousand last year my phone just was tripping. I lost all Samsung went through this upgrade and when they upgrade the phone is a T Mobile went through upgrades. One of them between them two, I lost all my contacts. Y'all just don't know. I was like, I was just weeping. Because I had numbers in there that I had for years, right? You know, you can't get with people and you done met and then numbers in your phone. Lord, that's when I started writing all my stuff down in my black, my little black planner. I advise y'all to do the same thing. Write those numbers down because I still say now we're going to have that electric grid, but that already had happened in, in California when they had a blackout. Okay, but we literally going, right now we're having trouble now without, if y'all notice, your internet going in and out, the phone service tripping sometimes. Well, they're converting that 5G, and they're just doing them testings. But one of these good days, out of these months, throughout these years, soon, everything going to shut down. It's going to be like a cold blackout all over the United States. I mean, everything just going to crash. Watch and say, because that's what the father showed me. I don't know when it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. Okay? Everything that the father have showed me, 
and told me that's going to happen, it didn't happen. And some stuff still haven't come to pass, but it's going to come to pass. And so I'm just sharing with you guys that with my life, I know it's totally different. And I've accepted that. And and you may feel like your life is different, that sometimes you feel like you're secluded and and sometimes you feel like, well, why nobody don't like being around me or whatever? You know, there people like, like a lot of people know you, but then when it really comes down to the nitty gritty, you really don't have, you only have that one or two person that you can really call on and talk to, right? Well, I have that. I do have that. And I have my family, right? And guess what, you guys? That's really all you need. You, you got to be, have some wisdom. You can't let everybody in. You know, like on um, Meet the Fathers, you got to have that, that that thin circle. You can't let everybody in your circle. They'll break ranks. And then the ones that's in your circle, you got to make sure they really for you. You know? Because you may be in a circle only for a season. Hey. And that season will uh, end uh, in, in a change. And yeah, we all ask ourselves why, but we can't, we, uh, I ain't gonna say can't, we are not allowed to, to try to figure things out with other folks. People are just who they are. Our thing is, as individuals, we don't want to accept people for who they are. If they're a liar, accept they're a liar. Hey, hey, that dude's a liar. That's him. Whatever. You know how to deal with them accordingly. If you know a person that that not only deceive, uh, deceive and manipulate, hey, I tell you one thing. God just taught me some stuff. Put it like that. He just gave me some secret weapons on how He looks at the reins of the heart. It's not so much what a person say. What is really in your heart? Cause see, what's really in your heart is really how you're gonna treat me. Whoa, that should be a show. So I just gave somebody a, a freedom packet. It's not so much of what they say and what they're doing. Okay, yeah, you can say what they're doing because action speaks louder than words. So whatever's going on, that's for somebody that's listening to me right now. It don't matter what they're saying. Whatever they, what's ever going on in their heart, that's how they're treating you. And see, that should be your identifier. In protecting and guarding your heart. And God tell us, guard our heart. He tell us, I've noticed in the word, you guys, that God loves us so much, he put it in plain black and white. But instead of us, when we read it, we take heart of it, ask the Holy Spirit to, to enlighten our eyes, give us the understanding on what this really means. No, we'll go in and search for it somewhere else. We'll go listen to someone else. And a lot of times, like last two Sundays ago, or last Sunday, God was sharing some stuff with me. Oh my gosh! And normally I don't, I don't turn on um, the TV to hear anyone. I turn on 
to have my uh, instrumental music playing to feel the atmosphere in, in my home. But this particular Sunday, God said, uh, it was the first day that Lakewood had opened back up and listened to his message. And oh my gosh, that was such a powerful, powerful, powerful word. And I put it on. You can go ahead and search it last this last Sunday. And it just blessed me. And it show you how the enemy comes immediately to steal that word from your heart, like the Bible says. He's going to bring a distraction. He's going to bring a disturbance. He's going to stir up some type of habit to get your mind off of what God just planted in your heart to encourage you. He's going to send whatever he can to discourage you. But that's where the good fight of faith has to come in. And you got to be strong in the law and the power of his might. Not nobody else's might. Because, see, I was getting frustrated because I was like, I can't believe that I didn't apply and I qualify every time for this rental assistance in our county. And every time, four times, y'all, and every time I'm seeing they're adding something to it to disqualify people. See, the first time was easy, right? Didn't get it. Second time, they say it was random. Third time, you got to have um, an eviction notice or whatever. Now, this time, not only you got to have a, 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 a eviction notice, you got to have a late fee or something like that. It's always something to add to it to discount individual. And it's still a lottery. Like, you still got to be chosen. You still got to go through the system. Well, by, by now, if y'all had did four rounds of this, don't y'all system should automatically know who got the money and who didn't, right? And so, excuse me, can't you just pick from there? Oh, no. Mm-mm. They say the, the system picking it. They, the system ain't picking it. They got somebody doing it. And I saw another email where they about to send something else out. Five is the number of grace. I'm going to apply once again, right? I'm going to apply once again. If I don't get it the next time, I'm going on the news and expose Harris County in this this rent release assistance. Because there's no possible way. If y'all say y'all had $40, $40 million every time and out this our Harris County itself have I think almost 196 million people in it or whatever because it divided Harris County and then it divided the the cities right so I know different cities Harris County where Houston had like 78,000 people that had contracted the virus uh, no, seventy thousand people. Then, he, then you have they bro- they broke it down in different counties. How many people in, in the county? Then how many people had cases? How many people? You know how many people was infected? How many people recovered? And how many people died? That's how they had it broken down. I need to update it and see where we at now. Out here where I'm at, it was underneath two hundred people that was infected. I think we only had like maybe. Uh, two cases that had died. So it's very low here. But in Houston, man, that's a hot spot. That's why I really don't want to go in Houston, man. Houston is so infected. 
and that's why I understand why people, I'm watching people on Facebook, whatever, they're still having events, and people still ain't got masks. Now, Lakewood did have, I showed their people had masks on sitting at the service, so that was a good thing. But I'm seeing people having parties and celebrations. Where's your mask? Now, I know we went, my children took me out to dinner for my birthday, and we had our masks, but when we was eating, you know, you had to take the mask off to eat, right? And then we was in a boot, and the boot, they had a petition. So you, like, we preferred the boot, and even though it was kind of congested, but we was able to fit in it. But they had the plexiglass, right? And, and that was better. I didn't want to be out on the floor because people was passing by, and they had no mask on. And guess what? Maggiano's was packed. <laughs> and that was the beginning of last month. Whoa, yes. You hear me? So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna um really um be careful and um like I met one of the bankers <clears throat> yes um Saturday. That was Saturday, went to the store Friday. Uh and the bankers, oh she was a she was a blessing. That um just a lot of stuff coming up, y'all I'm excited about. I'm excited, and I just know God is going to do great, great things with all of us. I just want you to be encouraged, and I know that was kind of lengthy. Lord have mercy, I've been on here almost an hour. I didn't even realize that. Um, and see, I have stories, man. <laughs> my my life every day is a book, and I have three books I've printed out already that I need to get here and get them published. Yeah. Literally, I'm looking at one right now that I got to start editing. I got to send. Matter of fact, I'm going to do that. I, I have to do that. I got Lord, y'all pray for Dr. D. Blood out has been bleeding out on my desk for two years. I need to get that thing and publish. It's really done. It's really done. I'm going to do that. That's my goal this week. To send that to the editor and get it done. That's it, Diane. Just get it done. Don't try to add nothing else to it. Just send it and get it done. And get it done. And get it done. I'm going to have to do it. I'm just thinking about Because I have these two books I need to get done. It's Time. That's the business book. And then my 17 Days of Glory. I have to, um, well, or should I do the fall that saved my life? Yeah, since cancer is still rampant, I need to do that one. The fall that saved my life. Yeah, that will be the, the book about the cancer. So, yeah, I need to do that one. I need to literally... Put that in chapters and start on that. I already did the business one, so I gotta I mean print it out the business one. It's right here. And it's about how many pages is? 283 pages. So this is gonna be a nice healthy book. It's about business. I'm gonna take part of it and use it as an ebook and get it started off. Uh yeah. So all right, you guys. I love you guys. I, I really appreciate you all. Y'all just don't know. Y'all have helped Dr. D this year, really since I started this radio broadcast. And um, my heart was broken because I was planning on traveling with you guys. I wanted to meet y'all in person. But we could still meet each other. And So come on and join me. For, uh, I think it's Saturday or Friday. November 7th. When is November 7th? November 7th at 7 p.m., we're going to have a live Zoom party. It's not going to be live. Okay, I'll post it after we 
finished, but it's just going to be us on the Zoom call. All right. We're just going to have a good time. I want you guys to introduce yourself, you know, what's been going on since you had your podcast. Um, anybody else that joined the call, you know, just come on and just 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 share your life and your world, even now during this pandemic. What you've been what you've been seeing in your state, in your country. All right. Okay. Love you guys. God bless you. And I'll holler at y'all on the next episode. Later.